0: Hello. Hello, ahead, butterfly. it go going on? Hi. Yeah, I was. Uh, we we're just having a podcast. I will try to bring other people to the podcast. Uh, we we're just talk about the Amber Geiger case. I was oh, trying to get perspective on that. Um, but there's different layer to to the case. There's a lot of layer we have to talk about. Uh, primarily, um, you know, I don't know if you know about the the recent murder of the key witness. Joshua yeah I I'm aware so what's what's your take on it um from watching it from the news and from watching the testimony on online well what what was your take on it
1: in general or regarding the the way it was handled in court
0: uh in general with the judge and the key witness so oh. what was your take on it? do you think it was appropriate for um Tammy Kemp um to behave like that as a judge and secondly uh, do you think justice will serve uh, her again in 10 years and five year, uh, within five years she can get probation according to Texas law?
1: Well, um, for starters, I feel that I would feel, I wouldn't think it was any, anything wrong for to see a judge show compassion if it was something I saw every day. Mm-hmm. I don't see that everywhere. I don't see other people who I felt like could use compassion, like the woman who was sentence for like sending her child to school in another district or like sentonia right or like other people who i felt like wow they could use a hug who didn't receive hugs you know when they receive sentencing or at all at any all point right. during their child so i mean if i saw judges being compassionate all the time i was like wow this world is a nice like you know what i mean i would think the world is a better place but just because it's only specific to this case like i never see this it's like I don't think it's fair. Like everybody should get hugs, or nobody should get hugs. That's just that's my personal take. And I also feel like um, it's a lot of fishy, weird, sketchy business <laughs> that we will never really under fully understand. Yeah. And in the in that to in that effect, it's hard. I, have, I sometimes feel like I need to reserve my opinion because I don't know all the things,
0: mm-hmm. but I know
1: some ain't right. Yeah, sometimes things aren't
0: right, um, starting with the police department of Dallas. And right. people have, historically, Dallas have known to be a corrupt station, police station since the 60s. Mm. So they have that history, you know, embedded in that police department. So, you know, JFK was, you know, he was assassinated in Dallas. People forget that.
1: Yeah, I forgot that.
0: No, nah, Jeff JFK was, he was the most high, the highest profile of all profile kids. Mm. He got assassinated in Dallas, Texas. So they are known for being corrupted. And one thing I found out about the police department of Dallas, they have three unions. They have one Hispanic, one black, one white. So how could you have three police unions in one department? That's, you know, that's crazy to me. That's segregated. Yeah, that's segregated. They, they segregated within themselves. Mm. So you're never going to get the right information from them. And with Joshua Brown being murdered in his parking lot, in his, in his complex, that too is fishy. Right. Because you know that for a fact, anybody that go missing in a high case, you know, a high-profile case, you know that, you know, they they, they had a, a you know money on their head. You know mm. what I'm saying? So those things, those, it just, they don't happen recently. They don't happen often like right. that. And knowing Joshua is not—he's not even from Dallas. He's from Jacksonville, Florida, where I live right now.
1: Right, and like, why so wasn't there any systems there. in place to protect him? I feel like if he was a uh, um,
0: that, a witness in a high-profile case,
1: like there should have been some—I want to say round-the-clock security—but
0: like, no systems were definitely. In place. If I'm gonna do a high-profile case right. like that, I need 24-hour security and I need compensation because. A lot of those people that go in those cases, they end up losing their job, and they end up getting blackmailed, mm. and they can't get job in, in that area where they're from. So, when you go for those cases, a high-profile like case like that, they have to give you some guarantee, and sign and pit and writing, you know, just in case, yeah, to back you up. As you know, you, know, you first of all, you have to have twenty-four-hour security, and now you, know, you must be compensated because you never know who's gonna. Watch the the the, the 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 case who whether it's uh, left or right who, who don't know who's going to watch the case right. so you might end up losing your job just being a key witness exactly so, or your life or mm-hmm. your life you know and in case and we have seen this before and I think to me I don't know if you feel the same way I think black people have become so forgiven yes and I'm not against forgiven especially when you're grieving, I'm like, you have not grieved yet, and then you, you know, I can't speak for everybody, but what I'm saying is, when you go into a grieving process, I know for each person is yeah. different. You do not, you know, forgive somebody while you're grieving. You you must grieve first. You see his mother, his mother's still grieving. She, she, she haven't got over it. She called her the devil, because when you kill somebody innocently, that's devilish, you know? If you kill him by accident or you try to protect yourself, that's a whole different ball game. But when you kill somebody intentionally, that's devilish. That's the epitome of devil. I agree. That's the that's the devil way of doing things because that's not humane for you to kill somebody unjustly. And then guess where you kill him in their own apartment. It's not that like he was out there buffeting around, right. you know, robbing people, you know, killing people or beating up people out there. You went into his apartment sexing your boyfriend who you thought that was your apartment. She was sexing her boyfriend. And then she thought it was her apartment. I'm like most apartment, you know, Caucasian apartment people, you know, they have dogs most of the time. You can smell the dog smell in the house right. when you walk in. So a black person on average, you don't smell it like that. You know, some of us do have dogs now. Don't get it It's twisted. a
1: number of things. And then but like if you felt like somebody was in your apartment
0: and your officer and your and woman, then, too, why wouldn't you call shit. for backup? There you go. Why didn't she go for back? What, what, what I heard the most is just like she was pacing back and forth while this guy bled to death. She could have revived him. She could have tried to stop the bleeding. You know, she could have stopped the bleeding. Instead of her doing that, trying to save his life, she's out there in the balcony going back and forth, You know, pacing back and forth, calling friends. And then the the, the, the Dallas police, they should have arrested her they got then that when 48 hours going by, she was not arrested. Now, let's flip the script out. You being a black woman, if that was a black woman that had done the, the same exact thing, how would they would treat hmm. her? Think about this how how would this thing play out? Mm-hmm. Do you think she would have got 10 years with a with five year probation? Not five only would she not get probation. that, she wouldn't
1: have got a hug, she wouldn't have got her hair fixed, and she wouldn't have got forgiven.
0: That's what we're saying, because that's against jurisprudence. You're not supposed to hug any any uh, murder. That's against a, a, a code of conduct. When you're a judge, you're not supposed to hug them. And,
1: like, why? Why So why but, are you so compelled to hug this woman? I don't understand. I still don't understand.
0: But he's saying the wrong message to the young people that's watching this. To so the this entire thing, world, the world. Honestly. He's saying the wrong message. You know, think about it. If it was a white person, that a black person, have done to, you think they would give him hugs? Know. They would not even touch it. They would not even look their way. Mm. Imagine somebody who hugs. And I'm not. A, I'm. I'm all for forgiveness. I think we as people of color, we need to change those kind of behavior. It's not. It's just like a slave mentality. Mm. You know, you have to love your master. No, man, f the master. You know, if your master is doing you wrong, you got to get rid of the master. Right. You see what I'm saying? And that's the mindset. We should. We should have a militant mindset. We all this forgiveness. It's all good, but it's not good when somebody was killed intentionally. You don't have to forgive somebody like that.
1: And what I've, I saw somebody else say this, but it really spoke to me. And they were like we speak about like the message that it's sending the world. So if you really look at it, the message that it is sending is that you can die in your you could be in your house right now, sitting there doing your podcast, eating your ice cream, whatever you're doing. I could be here in my house where I am, going through my YouTube mm-hmm. and somebody could walk in. And fucking shoot me and kill me, and then be like, "We know, I'm sorry. we know, we
0: guards, we know we Gods. And this is the thing I've been talking about—I don't know if you listen to my podcast on the on that particular case. I did. I mentioned two things. I said they need to rectify the Thirteenth Amendment. I don't know if you feel the same way that yeah. I feel, because the Thirteenth Amendment—that's when it's, the, the, you are regarded 3 three-fifth of the union. Yeah. That yeah. needs to be rectified, and we as Black people we need to go to Capitol Hills. And take that off the books. Because once that on the books, the cops will have no fear. They can shot you in cold blood and go have a beer. Okay. You know? And here's another thing that bothers me to the core. If I go out there and shoot a canine dog, which is a police dog, mm-hmm. I get 20 years in jail. That's right. a, a canine dog. dog. Imagine I kill a cop. You think they're going to give you some probation? Some nope. leeway? Negro, please. They ain't nope. going to do that. No way, no how, no ship, no form. They ain't gonna do that. They're not gonna give me some leeway for killing a cop intentionally. Oh hell no. They'll throw the whole books at me. The whole they'll send the whole thing at me. They'll throw the whole kitchen, kitchen sink at me. They're not gonna give me those leeways. And she, i been remember that black cop that killed that lady in Minnesota a couple years ago. No, Cause... there was a black there was a black that. He didn't kill the lady. I think he shot her by accident. Um, then they give him like fifteen years in jail.
1: That's crazy. The
0: family makes sure he got fifteen years because he shot her by accident because they, I think, they got into a tussle, and the gun went off. And he tells he didn't lie to the to the juror. He told him the truth, but this woman lied. You know, she lied to the whole thing. And I think they need to reopen the case. Don't you feel the same? Yeah. Way? She needs to get retried. I would I would get another judge. This is my my concern. Like, I think the judge was brought up by the union, by the white union. And she felt compelled to give a, a lesser sentence because her job would be on the line or her life would be on the line. Don't you feel that way, too?
1: I feel, I felt like, I, this is what I felt. I felt like because this was like a racially charged case. That this is how I try mm-hmm. in my mind to justify the behaviors and like in order to look like she wasn't being like you know when a, as a black person you know she probably I feel this is my my theory that the judge didn't want to appear like she was being pro black she wanted to appear fair or be yes. harsh. On her. I felt like she wanted to appear like you know empathetic and,
0: and you fair. She wanted to appear to the to the to the to the, 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 the union. Mm. Because a police chief, she's a black woman from what I understand. Mm. She too, I blame her too. Blame, I, I put blame on her too as a chief. You should not be, if I was the chief of police of the, the department, I would dismantle all three unions. No, there should be no three union in one department. It should have one union. You know, I would dismantle it. But she too, she's under mm. a lot of pressure also as a police chief. And I think the judge was comp- was bought out. And then she felt she felt under pressure to give her life sentences. Because I think if she had to give her life sentences, they'd probably Why kill her I too. not be... be... So how do you feel about the Joshua Brown being killed in his own complex? What, what's your take on that? I know you watch the news. Um,
1: I just, I, I honestly, I don't watch the news because it gets over- overwhelming for me. <laughs> And I find yeah, that yeah, I get it, a lot does, of the, does, the, um, does, the feedback and the narrative from, like, social media. <laughs> so I get it even when I'm not looking for it. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. So, on. like, I, have, I haven't I have watched the news in, like, maybe three years. And I still am completely up to date. Isn't that funny? <laughs> it is. Right. You I don't even need time. to. Like, the news comes to me. And then I work. I'm a hairstylist. So my clients is small talk. You know, like, have you heard about this? This is what's happening. How do you feel about this? And like, so I hear all these mm-hmm. perspectives from all these different types of women and it's just like it really It sometimes it breaks makes breaks your heart and it's just like, what is the it, world it, we live in? It. <laughs> it is
0: it breaks your heart. It's like, you know, we have to be in a Ps and Qs wherever we go, whatever, you know, wearing a suit, whether they are in flip-flop, whether you're in a mm-hmm. three you, you know, dress, oh, you're just going about your business, you're being profiled oh, really, wherever you cool. go. And these white folks they going crazy now. I'm not saying all oh, white people are like that, but I'm just saying it's just like snakes. All all snakes are not venomous, but if I give you a bag of snakes, <laughs> you're not nope. gonna take it, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're gonna say, oh, hell no. I don't know. There might be some cobra mm-hmm. in that bad boy. I don't know. There might be some other snakes in there. I won't drop to put my hand in there. So that's how it is when we when it's the same parallel when we're doing with cops. When, whenever, whether it's at your job or it's in your neighborhood or at the grocery store, the department store, whenever some white person calls the cops on you, you don't know who's coming hmm. your way. You don't know. It's like playing Washington roulette. You don't know who's coming your way. If he's a, a hardhead, if he's going to be a nice guy, you don't know who's coming your way and what kind of attitude they're going to have towards you when they get there. Right. Or they're going to be fair with you. Or they're just going to bust right. you around and beat you up. Or even kill you for that matter. So that's our that's our life when we ain't out there because our life is in danger twenty four seven. And even
1: when you sitting in your and house running business,
0: yeah, even in your own house you can get shot for for just not you doing anything home chilling illegal. And it's like
1: the walk right in to shoot you.
0: What bothered me too? The the police department said he got weed in his house. The mother said my son never smoked what weed. What the hell in his does life. that even matter? Like honestly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He it, doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't relate to the case. They're to demonize the guy yeah, in his difficult. death. And the mother said, My son never smoked cigarettes, not alone weed. And why would they find weed in his house? You know, That has nothing to do with right. the case. But they brought that up just to demonize him. And that's what they do to all black people. They always go, Oh, he goes trial support. Or oh, she used to mm-hmm. twerk on Instagram. She used to be a, you know, she used to be a stripper. What's that got to do with the nothing. case, Negro? That have nothing to do with the case. But they all try to demonize. Her. Remember that lady, um, I don't know if you recently, there was a white chick. Um, she killed somebody. And then all of a sudden, they delete all her Facebook account. No, no, that was the white chick. That was a guy in Texas, the shooter um, in El um, pa- Paso, Texas. Do you remember that they delete all his Facebook account? But there was somebody that went back and looked it up and they find all those racist mm. stuff he was saying. I no did line.
1: not recall. What do you know?
0: Yeah. Because there was like where you get all those, you know, people that do range like that, your mind does not wire like that. You know what I'm saying? You don't wake up one morning and say, you know what, I'm going to blow up a school. I'm just going to shoot anybody randomly just to make a point. You know, your mind does mm. not wire like that. Unless you're under MK Ultra. Mm. But that's a whole right. different topic. But well, what I'm saying is that when it's us, when we do something like that, they go crazy, they go berserk, they need justice. But if somebody else do it, oh, no, he was de- he was crazy, psychotic, you know, he, he was a loner. I'm right. like, really, dude? I'm like, if it was us, Negroes, <laughs> you would not give us this leeway. You don't say, oh, oh he was psychotic. You're not going to tell us that. He was deranged. So where did he get all these bullets from if he was deranged? He had to go online and order it, right?
1: He wasn't that deranged.
0: Deranged people don't think like that. You see, it doesn't make sense. If you're deranged, you don't go online and order stuff, bullets and guns. Mm. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's a narrative they like to use for their their people. When it comes to us, we're like thugs, criminals. They criminalize us before they even hear the evidence. You see the same thing with Cosby. I'm not here to defend Cosby, but I'm just saying though, all these women mm-hmm. come out of the woodworks. I'm like, you talk about forty women come out of the woodwork. I'm not saying all of them the line, but I'm just saying forty of them. Man, what happens to that guy uh, Highstein, Silverstein, whatever his name in Hollywood? How come they don't? He don't get locked up? See, they have double standard for each other. He was he was raping people mm-hmm. too in Hollywood. Yeah, there are a lot of people that came out against him. But he's still walking around as a free man. Yep. See, see the justice that's what I tell people, the justice system when it comes to us is no is corrupted. It needs to be dismantled. And I I feel very adamant about this. How you feel about the justice system, you being a, a black American America? How you feel about the justice? I'll be completely system? honest. I'm so dis- distraught. And-
1: Because right. I don't feel free or safe here
0: You don't feel free, you don't feel safe Wherever you go nope. You might be in your neighborhood, you don't feel safe nope,
1: you're Not even cause... in your own home As we have seen as you start up this conversation About somebody minding a business In their house A, a productive member of society Not a drug addict, not a, a, a criminal And is a target Murdered for no ass reason
0: that is crazy to and me. And his you mother know. is gonna
1: be home chilling back in her house in five years, like nothing happened.
0: Yeah, I, I strongly believe that the family should put for a retrial. She need to be retrial with another judge, so because now they have more evidence now, they're gonna release. And I think the key witnesses they wanted to shut his mouth because that they say he did a is a drug deal that gunned back. I'm like, Negro, please. I'm not buying this story. Right, a drug deal. No, you know, pe- people buy weed all the time. Yep. We know that. That's, that's, there's nothing new. People buy weed every day of the week. So that's nothing new. I'm not saying it's far-fetched, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, you know, what a coincidence, you know? So what a coincidence. On Friday after the trial, he came back from, from the trial, then he got shot.
1: Right. One thing still I'm doesn't not- have anything to do with the other, to be honest with you. that's That doesn't explain why he's shot.
0: That's what I'm it saying. Definitely. I'm not saying he couldn't buy, the he, he couldn't sell no weed. But what I'm saying is that how convenient it is. You know, I, I, 24 hours later, he got shot. Yeah. Something, I'm, that's why most people really don't want to come forward because those are the things that people are scared of. Like you want people to witness, to be key witnesses and trials, but that's why people are scared, especially black people. We're scared of those things. If he was white, he would have got full protection and his family, would, and then his family too should sue the Dallas police. The family should file a civil lawsuit towards Dallas the Dallas Police Department. Mm. That's what I would have done. But I know that's not going to bring his life back. We, let's be clear on that. A life right. is the most precious thing in the, in the in the universe. But they need to be compensated, thing for the uh, uh, Brian Gene and his family. He needs to be compensated too. Right. And his brother was. I don't know what's going on with his brother. I don't know if he was under. Mind control? Maybe
1: so, because but... it don't make no goddamn sense. I'm sorry. I know people have to, like...
0: How you feel about his brother, the victim brother? How you feel about him? I felt disturbed. I'm
1: like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't even understand. I don't understand that. I do not understand. I'm sure, like, he probably still... I hope he had that much, like, that, much, that same energy when him and his brother had arguments, and if that's just his personality, perhaps, I don't know. I don't know him well enough to know why that's a thing. But for me, no. I'm going to need a little more time, a little bit
0: more. Yeah. I know you happened last year, but but still, this person killed your brother intentionally. Are you having a good time? He didn't kill you, you know, he didn't kill you, like, by accident. You know what I'm saying? It's not that he was tussled with the cop, and then the cop, mm. you know, took the gun and killed him. Or try, or he, he reached out for the gun, for the cop, or he had a gun on the cop. Now I'm just wondering if he had killed the cop, why would it? How this thing would play out?
1: Mm. Because
0: he would have been in in, in the right because she treated his house. I wonder how they was going to treat him if he had shot the cop or killed the cop uh, in his apartment.
1: It wouldn't be like it would be like this.
0: It would not be like this. Mm -mm. And the judge Tommy Kemp—that's her name, Tommy Kemp. Shame on you, Tommy. Shame on you. And then another thing I need to address, I don't know if you want to know about, you know, the senator, Ted Cruz, the Cubano. Yeah. Those white Cubans are racist as hell. And Marco Rubio, I don't know, where you at now? You in what state you are, you are? Hmm. What state do you live in? I live in New York. Oh, you in New York, sir. So Brooklyn? Bronx. Oh, BX in the house. All right, big up to the BX. I'm in Florida. So Ted Cruz is a senator. I don't know if you, if you listen to his um, statement. He said, Oh, it's, it's a loss for both families. I'm sorry? He, he was saying that it's a loss for both families. Ted Cruz, the senator of Texas. Does that make sense? Is a loss for both families a loss? Hmm. Amber Gagger didn't lose anything. Can, can, can you address that? Yeah. How you feel I, about don't,
1: that? I feel like that's an insensitive remark
0: because. He says it's a loss for both families. I'm like, her loss how? She didn't lose anything.
1: As a life for a life, and that's the only way for it to be equivalent because so this family lost a life, mm-hmm. so that family's not losing a life,
0: they didn't lose nothing. Like I told you, in Texas law, according to Texas law, you can go look it up yourself mm. after five years. She's gonna file for uh, probation, right? And if she behaves herself the next three years, she can be out, she can be out of probation in the next three years. So technically speaking, she is like a slap in the wrist. You know, she ain't get no time. That's why I said I'm, they need to retry her again with a different judge. Yeah. And uh, they need to retry her again. Even the juror said that the criteria was five to ninety-nine years. Me, I would make. I would simplify it. I would have said twenty-five years to life. You guys pick one or one or the other with parole. That's the choice I would give the juror. I'll say, here's the choice. We're going to give her 25 years to life without parole. You guys say 25 or life. Which one you guys want to go with? I would not tell him 5 to 99. I would have simplified it. I would have told him exactly, this is what, this is the sentences I want you guys to think of. 25 years or life in jail without parole. That's how I would have done it as a judge.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But they give the they, they were, even they were they were pressuring the jurors not to come out with the evidence.
1: Mm.
0: They wanted the jurors even give, giving her even less less years. Since you've been watching this like in different cases right. with black people committing murder, I mean petty crime for and for do you have you ever seen such a thing?
1: No. I haven't.
0: Have you ever in your lifetime? Me in my lifetime, I've never seen such a thing. Except the OJ case, because OJ was a different He's the only guy I can think of, and I was back in the '90s, and they went berserk on OJ. White people went crazy; they went bananas. You remember that case, right? OJ Mm -hmm. case. Hello.
1: Yeah, I remember.
0: You see how white people went crazy over OJ, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So imagine that—that's like 25 years ago.
1: Right.
0: They're still they're still, they're still not over OJ yet. They still think OJ is get to right? But now you have Ember Geiger out of Dallas, Texas, kill an innocent man, and he is home. And she got off like with a slap in the wrist. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That is crazy to me. That's why I thought the justice system is biased and racist as hell. And then... Those people in Texas, they need to go and vote Ted Cruz out of office because he's a Pendejo, con. He need to be out of office ASAP and the the Dallas, um, the the, the Tommy Kemp, they need to vote her out too because she's a bad judge. And they need to retry that case. I don't know how you feel about that.
1: I'm getting out of this country. I can't. <laughs> I'm leaving. I don't care. Crazy, I can't. Man. And then, like, I have a nephew. He has autism. He's only two now, but I can't imagine him because mm-hmm. I know he's going to be tall, just like the other men in my family. So, he's going to be a big black man. And, like, I can't protect him.
0: You cannot. Because once he's in the street by himself, he's allowed to. Right.
1: And they have every reason Cause to shoot because they don't ask no questions. And they get they don't no, no punishment.
0: And, like, I said, you gotta call imano imano. If you you gotta call a spade a spade. If I go out there and you go out there, you are from the Bronx. I live in New York for many years. I live in East New York. If I go out there and shoot a cop unjustly, or just fight with a cop and I shoot the cop, and the cop end up dying, you think they're gonna be easy on me? You think they're gonna be they have, gonna be sympathized with me? You think the family of that cop gonna be sympathetic? Hell
1: no.
0: You think they're gonna be sympathetic no. towards me? Say, oh, this nigga, and not know, to this nigga mention how
1: they treat nigga. cop killers in prison.
0: Yeah, they put them in a different environment. And they fuck uh, them up every day. That's what I'm saying because this this, uh, this, is the life that we live in America. And we as black, we need to be under one code of conduct. Because if we don't come together, we all we got. The Hispanic ain't messing with us. The so-called Asian ain't messing with us. And you know how white people feel about us already. So we have no allies. Even the so-called Africans, when they come here, they they, they call it, you know, they did not with us too. Mm-hmm. So we have no allies here in America. we just by ourselves. You know what I mean? We're all we got. I don't know if you watch Tariq Nasheed. He had this quotation, he, this quote. He said, we need to let them hold their own nuts when he was referring to Hispanic, right? Mm-hmm. He said, "The Hispanic, when it comes to immigration, they always want black people to, to be you know to spoke in their behalf. But when it comes to uh, social injustice, you never see any Hispanic out there speaking on our, our behalf. That's the right. hypocrisy want the Hispanic. And you live in the BX. You, you there's a lot of Dominican and Puerto Ricans mm-hmm. over there. So how you feel about that? About what that's? Well, doing?
1: it's something about like convenient, being convenient. Black when it's being conven- black when it's convenient." that I've noticed is, like, mm-hmm. to get the benefits of when our culture. When
0: it comes culture. to immigration, they want us, pop in, yeah. you know, say, you, know no comes, like, you know what And when it comes, like, you know,
1: getting the benefits of our culture.
0: When it comes to social justice, you know, cops killing yeah, us. Yeah, they're not. They know where to be sound. No, no, no English, no. I don't speak no English. I don't know mm-hmm. these people. I'm like, when, when immigration come get you, ass, papi, papi, por favor, you know, te quiero. You know what I'm saying? Help me out. But now, when, when it's us getting shoot unjustly, you don't go out there and protest against that.
1: Mm.
0: And I'm not saying all Hispanics are like that. Let me be clear on that. Because they are going to be Hispanics going to listen to this podcast. All I'm saying is that we go by the law of average. Because I live in New York. I've never seen it. Only a few times I, I saw it. But it was... Have you seen Hispanics speaking on, on our behalf in New York? You got the senator over there, the, the congresswoman Cortez. Was I here, mm-hmm. Cortez? How do you feel about her?
1: Um, honestly, I don't. I don't have an opinion about her. I don't know enough about her to have an opinion. If she's doing, like, work okay. in the community, I'm not aware of it. Like, I haven't seen the results of it.
0: Oh, okay. Hey, she's been elected for about a year now. See, I tell you, I
1: don't follow politics. It stresses me out. Don't. Try not to follow all this <laughs> shit. Stress me out. But I'll I tell you, I'm leaving. I'm
0: out. <laughs> so, what do you feel? Okay, since you don't follow so... Okay, I'm gonna give you this question. It's gonna be a last sure. question before I let you go. Do you think by and large, Negro Americans should vote I'm sorry? Do you think that we should vote in a general election as Negro Americans? Whether it's Republican or Democrats, how you feel about that? Should we vote? Should we cast our vote? Well, I have never vote voted matter?
1: so that's how I can give you. I don't I don't think it's it's our responsibility. I think we I prefer I know it's gonna I don't care who's listening, I don't care how you feel about it. I prefer segregation. I don't think there was ever a problem with it. I think having your own. Is
0: wow, something. I feel the same way too. Looking back,
1: <laughs> right? I'm like, what was wrong with that? We had our own shit, and everything was cool. Now we fighting for little bits of their shit, which is really our yeah, shit. We it doesn't for make sense
0: now. Crumbs, crumbs. This is why you know what I find out prior to MLK being assassinated back in 1968. Mm-hmm. Him and Emma him and Malcolm X, it was going to come together as one. And they was going to boycott over 500 U.S. companies. Mm. So when J.G. and Hoover find out, they said, okay, now we got to get rid of these Negroes. They got to mm. go. And yeah. then another thing he found out, though, he not be speaking. He was not going to be conducive for black Americans integrating to white American. It didn't benefit a damn thing, Not one iota. It benefited white society, but not black society. Mm. So segregation, in retrospect, was better than integration. Looking back, we did more stuff when we were segregated than we did when we integrated. Who, who I don't care about using a bathroom with a white person, or right, either, uh, going to the same restaurant with a white person, I can care less about that. I don't care, you know, it's just like any relationship in life if it doesn't work out, what happens? You separate, right? right? Whether it's a personal relationship or professional relationship, if it's not working out, you come to a threshold where you say, you know what, I had enough. It's time to separate. And I think a black America, Negro American, I'm not talking about African now, Negro Caribbean American say, you know what, we had enough already. Because we built this nation in our backs with our bare hands. And we should not be going through that. Last, before I let you go, how do how you feel about reparation for Negro Americans? What's your take um, on
1: it? I think it would be nice, but I don't expect it, and I don't. I don't foresee that for us at any time.
0: Well, I guess we're going to stop it right oh. here. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they're not giving us shit. <laughs> no, because I think it's due. Because if you think about it, the Japanese, they got reparations. They're not giving us shit. The Vietnamese got reparations. You know, even the so-called Filipinos, I call them the they got reparations uh, under Obama. Obama didn't do nothing for black people. I don't know why you guys keep looking up for Obama like he's the second coming of Christ. Right. Obama didn't do a damn thing just like Trump ain't going to do a damn thing for us All the poor whites mm-hmm. in the trailer park. They ain't going to do nothing for them. So I'm like, you know, why are you bigging up Obama? Obama didn't do nothing for you. Obama did stuff for immigrants and gays and white women. He didn't do nothing for black American, collectively speaking. So I don't know why you guys all kissing Obama's ass.
1: Well, because he's brown. And, you know, that's probably it. That's the only reason...
0: Yeah, but you got to go deeper than that.
1: <laughs> I mean, because you, you have sense, but for the majority, it's just like, he looks... He...
0: No, I like the idea of Obama. But Obama, when you break him down, you look at his policies and all that stuff, he didn't do nothing for black America. Nothing, not one iota. He didn't do nothing, nada, for black America. He did stuff for Hispanic, for gays, white women. He didn't do nothing for black America. And the change we can believe. in Nick will please the change we can believe in. What change, motherfucker? What change? It's been four years now. What changed? Eight years. Nothing changed. The same old, same old. But anyhow, I'm gonna let you go. Um so, how do people reach you in your podcast? Oh, my
1: podcast is called Hair Story Podcast, NYC Butterfly
0: Braids Hair Story
1: Podcast. If you go to hairstylesbyher.com, you can just click the podcast link or you can type us in on iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, we're on all platforms as well. We talk about hair and life and politics. So, you do have a YouTube channel? I do. Right? My YouTube channel is also um, NYC Butterfly Braids Hair Story Podcast on YouTube.
0: Okay. You, you guys are listening to this podcast. Thank you. Thank listeners. you for having me. Uh, butterfly Braids on YouTube. And you, are you on yeah, Instagram? Instagram,
1: butterfly, underscore braids, at hairstyles, under, hairstyles by her, underscore, and here Story Podcast as well.
0: All right. Go support the sister. She's a lovely sister. It was a pleasure talking to her. And you have a great uh, great night. Okay,
1: Thank right,
0: you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.